Hello, and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Today, we'll be reviewing another great Kansas City taco destination. I'll be joined by an old, very special taco friend of mine who I've shared a lot of taco memories with. And we'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place I did have a bad taco experience at. And that place will go unmentioned until it's the right time to talk about it. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. Today's taco destination is San Antonio's Tortilleria Carniceria. San Antonio Tortilleria Carniceria at 830 Kansas Avenue in KCK, 66105. It's a butcher, it's a grocery, and they've got some of the most delicious tacos that are in this city. It's a beacon of taco goodness. Let's meet this week's guest. He's an actor, a musician, writer, producer, comedian. He's done stand-up comedy. He's a jack-of-all-trades. He's been a hand model, a dancer. I think he used to be hired as a dancer for, for some uh, birthday parties. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he hosts his own podcast called Fresh Respect. In the year 2002, as the karaoke duo Brad and Kevin, me and my guest once won the crown of Kansas City karaoke champions. I was the best man at his wedding. He's one of my oldest and dearest taco pals. Welcome to Taco the Town, Steve Weatherford. Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. Really, I do. Uh, I've listened to every episode. Oh, nice. Thank you. Which uh, they've been great so far. And I just, I feel honored because I don't think I stack up to the quality of guests that you've had thus far. Oh, come on. At all. Nope. Not at all. Not true. Not true. I mean, you owe it to me, but I... uh, I really do think you've had a great lineup thus far. Thank you. So any any listeners should just prepare themselves for disappointment. No, not let true. down. Yeah. So I understand you brought your acoustic guitar and you might just be performing a song later mm-hmm. in the episode. You know, I don't like to to sing and play guitar very often anymore. That was kind of old me. Oh. Okay. You know, before I became adult and you know, stuff. But if you really uh, Can I twist your arm? Twisted my arm, maybe asked me nicely. I might. I might. We'll see. Because we used to have a band. Yes, we did. Called The Markers. We were Stanley, Kansas's number one comedy rock band. We were almost named Jump Back Jack and the Five O'Clock Max, right? That was an, one of the options. And then The Lickety Splits. <laughs> the Lickety Splits was the one I remember. Yeah, we had a list yeah. of them that didn't make the cut. Right. And then The Markers, yeah. Because I have, I have our demo tape, and it actually says the lickety splits on it, but really? I think we marked that out and called ourselves the Markers after your youngest brother, yeah. Mark. It, totally, yep. Who was our mascot who sat in on all of our sessions. Mm-hmm. And, His head was on the drum, yeah. the, the bass drum. It was kind of in our marketing yeah, our marketing tool was we did that. Uh, we took his uh, preschool picture, mm-hmm. made tons of copies of his head, 
and handed them out to the kids at high school and everyone like put them up on their lockers and their car windows. Yeah, we'd see my brother's head in the back of car windows that we didn't know. <laughs> like we didn't know whose car it was. And it was my brother's head floating. Somebody would say, hey, I saw Mark Head driving down the street the yep, other day. Mark like, yeah, man, we're getting the word out. And we played the grand opening of the Sonic in Stanley, Kansas. Yes, we did. There was yeah. a petting zoo and then us. Yeah, there was a petting zoo with goats and then like people in hot dog costumes yeah. and fry costumes. She could pet an animal, eat, you know, drink a, a drink with extra ice in it and then listen to the Markers rock out. That was probably one of our biggest shows, I'd say. Not as big as Markfest. Oh, Markfest, yeah. Which was pretty epic in my backyard. I, I want to say there was like 200 people there, maybe yeah. more. It's kind of a field party rock concert. I don't know why my parents let me do it. But <laughs> Your mom did not. Like that event. She was like, she was Steven, not happy with that. Steven, there are kids smoking out there. And I was like, mom, they could be doing worse. So anyway, that was, that was awesome. I remember there was a band like that played, because we, <laughs> we were the headliners. I know where you're going with And this. there was like a, a punk band playing like, you know, and uh, what were they? Like? They wanted to get on. That's what they, they, oh, they yeah, they weren't on the, us. they weren't on the lineup. They weren't on the docket, but they yeah. wanted to play. And somebody let him up on stage, and I ran in the into your basement and unplugged the power system. Yeah, we literally shut the power down. Yeah, it's like sorry guys, you're not sorry man. List. Yeah, that- didn't some kid get like a sonic cup thrown at his head and or something? Yeah, and probably. Yeah, man. There was a band that wanted to play, and we told them they couldn't play because their name was inappropriate. Oh, Do you remember yeah, that? It was because of their name. Yeah, yeah, their name, it and was then something dirty. Yeah, something inappropriate. Yeah, it was like STD. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was STD. STD. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "No, this sorry, is a family friendly you cannot, concert. You know, cannot play at Markfest because your name is STD." And it was really just because we didn't want them to play. Yeah, we were, didn't know them. They didn't yeah. know their music. But kind of cool that people wanted to get in on our action. Yeah, our giant concert. We could have gone into the festival circuit, and we could have. Yeah. yeah, we probably should have. Yeah, it would have been better for us in the yeah. long run. <laughs> well. I can't wait to hear you play because I know it's a taco themed song. Yeah. Would you play too? I don't, I think we're just set up for guitar. Dang. But and maybe like just hit the tabletop or something. Some bongos. Some bongos out. Yeah. Maybe just your knees. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Do you ever get stopped in the streets and people say, hey, Brad and Kevin, Kansas City karaoke champion 2002? Because that was a, we were known as Brad and Kevin around town and not Stephen. Yes. And, and the reason was um, we were almost anticipating the fame that would come along with being karaoke champions even before we won. And so we just didn't want it, our, our lives to be interrupted with the fans. The, right. You know, just the, 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 the constant rush of fans coming up and asking for autographs and stuff. So we went by Brad and Kevin. Uh, Brad Peters? Brad Anders. Brad Anders and, and Kevin Anderson Peterson. And Kevin Peterson. Yeah. yeah Kevin. Yep. So we we adopted these karaoke personalities as Brad and Kevin. It was kind of an inspiration, though, if you if I remember correctly, because there was a kind of a karaoke, old school karaoke person who we looked up to, who was kind of on the top of their game when we were just starting. Rebecca Juanita Gonzalez. Right. Do you remember that? Yes. And we knew that Rebecca Juanita Gonzalez was not this guy's real name. Because he was a dude. Because he was a dude with long stringy hair and a beard. (laughs) And he talk singed everything. Oh, I forgot. I walk the line. I walk the line. Yep. Um, And he inspired us to. So we came up with our own karaoke personalities and then 
we started singing at this place and people started to call us Brad and Kevin. Even when we'd see them out in the city, they'd go, Brad and Kevin. Yep. Like shopping at Walmart or at another bar, they'd go, Brad and Kevin, what are you guys doing here? And then it got to be like maybe five, six years later. And we went to, we totally forgot about Brad and Kevin. We went by Steve and Dave. We kind of let them go. Yeah. Because it was time. Right. To time retire to let, those. Time to let them go. Personas. Mm-hmm. We started going by Steve and Dave and some of the old karaoke people that knew us as Brad and Kevin, they were like, Steve and Dave, why are you guys going by those? What's weird- with the fake names, yeah, what's guys? what's with the fake names? Real cool. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was and crazy. then we kind of got busted. We we're like, well, actually, our names are yeah. really Steve and Dave, and not Brad and Kevin. And I couldn't tell you, this guy looked so disappointed in us because he because he kind of led us into. The I know karaoke. we hurt people's feelings a little bit. Yeah. We at the top of our karaoke game. I'm and this is I am completely bragging. Um, at the top of our karaoke game, we could walk into a karaoke joint, and the DJ would actually just put us on the docket to right. sing immediately. We wouldn't have to put a, put a song in sometimes. It'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, the two coolest people in the world just walked in and now we're going to hear from them. Right. And people get mad. They're like, hey, wait, we were in line waiting. And they're like, it doesn't matter. These guys And we'd have awesome. the people off their feet. They'd, they'd get up, yeah. start clapping, dancing. It was an experience, yeah. right? I mean, it was... Well, the, they started calling it the Brad and Kevin experience. Yeah, it was yeah. an experience. It wasn't... Uh, you were meant to experience it, not listen to it. Right. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's that's the karaoke realm of our existence. And we we ended up getting to the finals in 2001 and we lost. Yeah. And then that kind of built it. We were like, hey, you know what? We're coming back in 2002. Which was hard because we lost to some some kind of country Missouri folk and we didn't we couldn't be that. Yeah. And so we we wondered if our style was ever going to overcome that kind of country Missouri culture. Right. But we did. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, we came back the next year stronger. We, we trained. Mm-hmm. I think we even, you know, we got out there and we we sang a lot. You know, stretched. Did Multiple a lot of outfits. We, we we got some new outfits. Multiple outfits sequins, for one night. Yeah, headbands. And in 2002, we we got the crown. We went out and bought white suits together at Harold uh, Penner. Matching white suits at Harold Penner. And I remember the guy asked us while we were buying the suits. Do you remember what he asked us? He asked us if we were a gospel group. Oh, yeah. That's and right. we just said yes. Because <laughs> we didn't want to disappoint the guy because he was selling us white double-breasted suits. So we were like, Those yeah. were hard to find. Yeah, we totally are. And Those he was are like, some of the nicest suits I've ever He's owned. like, right on, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. So. Yeah, we really, we really, uh, we really uh, took the town by storm, I think. We did. That was a long time ago, though. Yeah, I, I can't do those moves anymore. Uh, we could. Maybe one time. We did a lot. Not, of, we did a lot of kicks. A lot of some rolls, so even we rolled on the ground. Yeah, some ground rolling, a lot of head snapping, like quick head snapping. Right. Yeah. Where I think my neck would give out now. Where we're right. just looking at each other in yeah. in rhythm. Yeah, really we created a we created a backstory to these songs, you know, it, and we pointed at each other a lot. We, yeah, and we point at the crowd. I mean, Kenny Loggins, who wrote one of the songs that we performed the most, probably had no clue how in depth his music actually was. We took it to another level. We created a whole other yeah. universe, a footloose universe. It's like he was—he wasn't privy to the, what we saw in his own song, and right. we took it to the the next level. So we would do jumps. We would we would leap. Mm-hmm. You'd think we were going one way, and then we'd leap back into the middle mm-hmm. of the stage, looking at each other. Yeah, and then people would be like, "Whoa, I thought they were done, but now they're looking at each other." And how did they get to that? I thought position? he just—I thought he just had a seizure. 
oh no, now he's back up on his yeah. feet and he's singing. And maybe he did have a seizure, but he's really good at covering it up by look, making it look like a dance move. And we and our our singing was impeccable. And that's when people would just come to their feet, like right. just raucous cheers, people on their feet, lots of high fives, yeah. from the crowd. Uh huh. Yeah, man, those were the days, glory days. But that's not <laughs> what we're here to talk about. No, we're here to talk about tacos. So so tell me about <laughs> this taco place that you want to taco about today. Uh, what makes San Antonio so special? Well, so I, I love all tacos. I'm a taco guy. Now, I, I too have never met a taco I didn't like. Okay. Um, and I get that there's different styles of tacos. But lately, I've been on a street taco kick, an authentic kind of street taco kick. I've got some buddies who made it uh, like their, their life goal to go to all the taco places in town. Oh, wow. They have a group of guys that eat tacos. And they're older guys. They're probably in their 60s, 50s or 60s or whatever. And we were going to go work in an inner city thing, doing some work for um, volunteer work. And they said, you got to meet us for dinner first at this place because we've scoured all of the places and this is our number one. And so I, I met them there and they said, here's what you have to have. Here's how you have to have it. Enjoy. And I think I got like a cold glass bottle pop and, yeah. and three tacos. And it was just an experience. I loved it. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got these tacos here. I went there before the show, sampled some. They're amazing. You want to you taste test these? You want get, to get into these tacos? Sure, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's put these tacos to the test. What am I looking at here? What are, what are we about to, to, to take a bite So at? these are pork tacos. They're called El Pastor, which is one of my favorite styles. It's, it's kind of shaved meat. And one of the styles that, that these guys made me privy to is what they'll do is they'll They'll take this shaved meat, they'll throw it on a flat top, and even cook it some more. Almost like you would with a uh, Philly cheesesteak. Right. Like cooking the meat before you put it on the sandwich, even though it's already cooked. And what they said is that you should always get it extra crispy. So you can ask uh, the guys as they're prepping it to make mm. it even crispier, to give it a little crunch. And so then it's a, a pork taco seasoned El Pastor meat on a soft corn tortilla. I believe they make these corn tortillas there. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. And then, uh, you know, the traditional topping on it would be a cilantro, white onion, and just a little bit of lime. They had a lot of um, toppings there that you can, you yep. can get. What do you usually they, get on So they, I believe there they have about three or four different sauces that you can put on it. And uh, I was at a different taco place and asking the owner of it how to make this sauce because I wanted to have some for myself. And it's this green avocado sauce that's made with heavy whipping cream. It's spicy. It's hot. It's creamy. It's fatty. It's amazing. And it, and it just, I think, sets these off. And so if you go there, get the green sauce. Now, it's not for the weak at heart. You got to have, you got to be ready for some heat. But it's, it's amazing. So I just took a first bite of this and this is amazing you want to yeah, yeah try yeah, one let me in there what do you think what, what, what do you think think right off the bat it's some of the most delicious pork tacos i've ever had mm -hmm. i want to go back and get three or four more how so many do you usually eat in a sitting three is three is good i feel like i'm excuse me i feel like i'm indulging myself with three I think I'd feel a little left out if I only had two. 
It's like you need the third one to, to, to round it off. Yeah. I can taste these. So as you take a bite, taste this. You can taste the the flat top cooking of it. You can taste it like it's a little crispy, a little cooked on top, you know, so they, they're, you know, crunchy meat almost. As weird as that sounds, but it's just getting a good crust on that meat. And then it really doesn't need anything else, does it? No. Stands alone. Yeah, these are plain. Usually I would get some salsa, maybe some uh, pico de gallo. They did have a cheese sauce there too, which I almost got some, but I, I didn't want to spoil the meat and put too much cheese. You don't cheese. want to spoil me? I didn't want to spoil uh, my or, first Or taste. me. Um, or you, yeah. Because cheese sauce spoils people. It's true. Man, I'm a, I'm a sucker right now for street tacos. Uh, my, you know what's funny is my wife and kids, they don't dig them. They're like, give me my crunchy taco with beef, you know, ground beef in it all day long. And these, I just can't get enough of. I don't know why. I think it's because they give me superpowers when I mm-hmm. eat them. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I don't know. That'd be my only guess. Like flight? Or maybe lasers coming out of your eyes? I think just heightened senses. Oh, okay. Like I feel like I could conquer the world. Much like I think I heard a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, like running over cars. <laughs> yes. Very similar to that. Like I could just do anything and speak any language. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you don't even know, need Rosetta Stone. This is, this is pretty much the same thing. You know what would be great with these is a little avocado. What do you think about that? Yeah. So guacamole. It would. It would be good. But I'm the only thing I would add to this is heat. So if there's a way you could somehow stick a hot thing in an avocado, then I'm game. Oh, a little spice. Mm, yeah. I need that jalapeno. Hot. I, I love the heat. I don't know why. It's my thing. What are some other street taco places that you've been eating at lately? We've actually been making the barbacoa pork tacos at home. We've deviated from the, the traditional ground beef. So we're making flat or corn tortilla, soft shell street tacos at home. Growing up, what was your, what was your family's taco experience like? Did you eat tacos a lot? you come from a big family. Yeah. So there's 10 kids in my family. And then we always had like other people around too. We'd like exchange mom- students and adopted kids. Yeah, my parents and- would take kids in. They'd take exchange students in. So there was a ton of people. And I remember my mom would fill trays full of tacos. So Just it's like she'd it take a sheet pan. She'd line up all of the shells and then she'd fill them all. So you're literally just grabbing a pre-made taco. And then... I don't know about your family, but my family had old, what was it called? Old El Paso? No. Spanish Garden. Oh, yeah. Spanish Garden. It was, it was, there was no chunks in it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a red sauce. So Spanish Garden was the, the salsa topping of taco sauce yep. of choice in our, in our house growing up. And that's what we would eat. Yeah, and it happened uh, weekly maybe. I remember being at your house and you'd have taco night and it would just be the tacos would be in the middle of the table and everyone would be around the table, probably 12 plus people mm-hmm. and everyone would be grabbing for the tacos. And It's like a free-for-all. Yeah. It's like a taco free-for-all. Do you feel like having that many brothers and sisters and um, exchange students and people sitting at the table eating all your tacos has made you appreciate like having tacos more? Because you probably only got to have like maybe one or two tacos. I think meal. it's why I go for the third one now when I, when I go out to eat. 
It's uh, because two just left me wanting more. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I didn't experience love at its fullest because I only got one, maybe two tacos. Yeah, you'd have to get in there and just yeah. It's it's a, every only... man for himself. Yeah, and then at some point you're taking food away from a small child, one of your little siblings or something. So you just kind of <laughs> let them eat because it's the right thing to do. So yeah, I think it did. It changed the way I consume tacos today. So you were from a crunchy a crunchy taco. Oh yeah. I would, I would call it the the standard American taco. Yeah, you know, very Tex-Mex influenced, but the the taco shells from the grocery store, sh- shredded iceberg lettuce and cheddar cheese and Spanish garden sauce. Yep. yep. Maybe, and maybe if my mom was feeling on point like that day, some like refried beans on the side, mm-hmm. and maybe some uh, Spanish rice because it's good. Did you guys go eat tacos anywhere in town when you were growing up, or yeah, like you know, ten kids? It's it's a little bit of an ordeal to go out. Yeah, and so we didn't often. There were times where we hit up Taco Bell because you can, and it's cheap enough that you can afford to eat there with your, you know, all your all your kiddos. So I grew up eating Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell. Yeah, but not very often. Not I mean, we didn't go out to eat very often, which makes sense. That's a lot of. It's expensive to feed five people in my family, and you're talking about 12, right. 13, 14, whatever it was at the time. So we've got one one taco uh, left. Do you, do you mind if I Please go for it, man. I want you to. Okay. I've, be, I've been self-conscious about the mouth sounds while I've been eating. Right. Yeah, we try, and, to, we try to include those because I know yeah. people love to hear a lot of eating noises. I, so, I think people genuinely want to hear you chewing your food. They love chewing. And what we found out on the the market research on Taco of the Town is people love the crunching noises and the, the slurping and eating noises. So we try to leave those in yeah, as so much as possible. Yeah, so with the soft taco, there's not as much crunching. So you really do have to get the chewing of the pork. Go for it, man. It's all you. What would you say are some of your top, I would say top three taco places in KC? Honestly, number one, Taco Bell. My kids love it. My wife doesn't. So when mom's gone, we hit the T-bell. A double-decker taco. I don't think you've talked about a double-decker taco on your podcast yet. But that's like pretty much the, just the sweet spot right there with some hot, hot salsa. So I go for that. Um, if I can get up to San Antonio Taqueria or uh, Tortilleria, I'll do that. And then, uh, you know, maybe just the, the, I feel like it's the upper class American taco that you'd get at a Johnny's or a, um, you know, the kind of the bar and grill kind of taco, which I'm, I'm into those too. They're, it's like there's a little bit more love and a little bit more attention given to them than a Taco Bell taco. And you pay for it. So yeah, the Taco Tuesday taco. So I'd like to open up the Taco Ticker, a place where we talk about tacos in the news. Oh, yeah. And get some of your thoughts on some of these Taco Ticker Please, segments. please run them by me because I try to keep up to breast with taco news. Great. Let's do it. Let's open up that taco ticker. <laughs> First news story this week, recently in the World Series, Taco Bell held a steal a base, steal a taco mm-hmm. promotion where a Houston Astros player stole a base. And then on November 1st, between 2 and 6, you could go to Taco Bell and get one free yep. Doritos Locos Tacos. Have you ever taken part in something like this? You know, not specifically with the World Series. 
Have you um, ever stolen a taco or stolen something and then received a taco as a gift for stealing something? No, and I don't condone that. I don't think that's healthy. No, um, yeah. It's weird that they would even encourage people to steal tacos from... I do steal Taco Bell sauce. We've got this like little tray above our, our um, butter tray in our fridge, and we keep a stash of T-Bell sauce there. Me just too. Just because. Got to have it. And what I typically do is I grab extra on my tray when we're eating there. And they never then, give you enough. And I'm not going to throw it away. Yeah. And I'm also not going to put it back because that's unsanitary. So I just keep it. Right. Put it in my pockets, take it home, stash it up there. Anyway, uh, we, I have received free tacos from Taco Bell. Didn't we go to one of the yeah. very first free taco promotions they ever had? I don't know if it was the very first one. It was like but, a free soft taco but it was Monday. 95, maybe. I'm guessing, just throwing it out there. And we went to the Taco Bell at uh, in Olathe, in Olathe on Santa Fe. Yeah. And um, not the not the old one, the newer, cool right. one. Yeah. By the Walmart there. And then my my van broke down. Moby broke down. And we sat in a hot van on a hot summer day and we ate tacos. And we had to wait for your brother to come jumpstart. Yeah. You had Moby, which was a huge white. Yeah, it was my uh, it was my C B handle. And yours was Clarice. Or what was it? I don't remember. It was a girl's name. But we had CB handles. Oh, yeah. My van was named Clarice. Yeah, your van was named Clarice. Because it was like a brown cow. It looked like yeah, a Yeah, and mine was Moby. Cow. Yeah. And that was where, those were our handles, too. Yeah. All right. Here's the second topic in uh, the taco ticker. Chipotle recently had its burrito promotion. Yep. Where you dress like mm -hmm. a burrito or you come in in any costume and get a $3 burrito, burrito bowl, salad, or an order of tacos. Yep. This used to be you'd get one for free. Yeah, it was free. Yeah. Did you ever participate or dress like a burrito to get free tacos? No, I've dressed like a pirate to get free donuts before, but not like a burrito to get free burritos. My wife has wanted to, but I just, I wouldn't do it. I, I'm above that. You know, I don't beg for free burritos. I would for a free taco maybe, but. You always had some of the best costumes like yeah. when it came to like making movies or Halloween you would always come up with the best costumes you always had like a huge trunk full of like old clothes masks wigs so you've never done this promotion ever and pirates I told you I did pirates for donuts but that's it okay and that was a weak moment I just needed some donuts and my family was on board so we did it and you just happened to have a pirate we got costume five, we got five dozen donuts from Krispy Kreme <laughs> So then we went around to people we knew's house, like the houses of people we knew that were nearby, and we, as pirate, as a pirate family, gave them a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. Wow, that was just nice. knocked on their door, dressed as pirates. Do you remember when we went dressed as cowboys to the to the premiere of Wild Wild West, starring Will Smith? One of still one of my favorite movies ever. Still one of the best movie going best westerns for sure. Oh yeah, like it's a great western. Great if you're western. Into western movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember People that. People were looking at it strange. I don't know why nobody else was dressed up as cowboys. It was... How close to that was the John Travolta Look Like contest? I think it was the same week. And we yeah. won that too, didn't we? Yeah, we, should, we were the only contestants. But you, you came as John Travolta from Three Men and a Baby, right? Right. And I was John Travolta from... Urban Cowboy? Urban Cowboy, yeah. Yeah. Movies 10. Yeah. Which doesn't exist anymore. No. It's like an IRS building. We were on a roll that week. That was a good week. <laughs> <laughs> We also used to, with your costumes, we also would take hard hats that you had in your car and we would <laughs> pretend we were construction workers. Movies 10. And show up in the parking lot. So my dad had blueprints. Yeah. And we, I remember once we wore suits 
and hard hats. Hard hats and had blueprints to a big building. And we went into the lobby. Because you didn't have to have a ticket to pointing. get into the lobby. We laid the blueprints out on the floor and just started pointing at walls and talking about which walls we were going to take down. And no one talked to us. No yeah. one came up and asked us what we were doing. What, what were we thinking? It was amazing. I it, still this think was it's way cool. before people looked at people like that and yeah. thought they were terrorists. Yeah, it was long before terrorist days. It was when it was cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, girls would pull up in Rosanna Square. We'd be in there pointing up at like light fixtures and they'd be like, hey, what are you guys doing? We're like, well, How we're many just, times did we almost get beat up in the Rosanna Square parking lot just because we were messing with people? Wearing hard hats. Oh, and that's another taco memory. Kentaco Hut. Kentaco Hut. The restaurant with the name Taco right in the middle of it. It was a great place. And I didn't get the hut when I was there. No. I didn't get the Ken when I was there. No. I got the taco when I was there. Yeah, that's a sweet place. It's, Three stories. They're they're actually redoing it right now. They're fixing it up, and I think they I might be that. taking out the Ken? The hut. Or the hut. Oh, they're taking out the hut. Yeah. So it's just going to be Ken, Ken Taco. Kentucky Bell. Kentucky Bell. You know, we have a Kentucky Bell and Gardner. I've been to that one. It's not. It's, it's scary. It's not great. No. It's not great. We, we drive to, to the big city to get our tacos from Taco Bell. Well, let's close up the taco ticker. Thanks for, uh, thanks for talking. Hey, man, I'm so I'm glad that I could be so informative on <laughs> current event, taco events. It's kind of my, one of my sweet spots. I'm going to introduce a new segment of Taco the Town when we do the review segment. Yeah. Because, I mean, we loved it. We thought it was an amazing taco yeah. joint, one of the best in town. But there's always those people that get online and make bad reviews on Yelp or on mm-hmm. Yahoo. And those people are jerks. and Jer- Jerk faces. Jerk faces. A-holes, if you will. Yeah, that too. Because we all know those people that give bad jerk reviews. Holes. Jerk holes. Yeah. I'd like to introduce this new segment called A Bad Review Read in a funny voice. Okay. So yeah. can you read this bad review? Sure. That sounds fun. That's the person's name and that's their review. And that's, that's their. How would you pronounce that name? Ladislao? Ladislao D. Ladislao? Yeah, there you go. D. So the trick is you have to read this review in a funny jerk face voice. One star. Terrible. It's part food market, part Mexican fast food, and not much more. Tables were not bust. You you basically were like fed food on plastic trays that was not very clean. There were better places in KC. Let's not endorse dirty or messy places. The owners just can't expect us to go there out of loyalty. It takes more than that. One star. How was that? That was good. That's the voice I actually use when I when I review places. But do you do bad reviews in that voice? Or sometimes. I mean, oh, sometimes it just so depends. This could be you. That was me. Actually, <laughs> no, I am not Ladiseo. Whatever it is. Thank you. That was man. I hope that was. I up. didn't experience any of that when I for went the there inaugural today. piece of this segment. I, I hope I was up to. It snout. was good. Do you want me to do it again? No, that okay. was good. I liked it. Oh, that's a pressure. That's a lot of pressure. So here on Taco the Town, we we rate tacos by five golden tacos being the best, zero golden tacos being no bueno. What would you say, what would you give San Antonio's? Well, I'm telling you what, I'm a harsh taco critic. Um, and I like to believe that there's a five out there. 
but I don't just throw fives out willy nilly. You know, uh, I make I make somebody earn a five, and I've yet to have the perfect taco ever. I think the day I do, I'll probably die. So I say four point five, and that's solid. That's a solid score for a taco. That's probably number one for me right now. But I'm waiting. I'm hoping that there's more out there, something different, something better. I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to give it a 4.6. I'm very impressed with their pork tacos. I want to go back and get pretty much everything on the menu because it all looked delicious. Mm -hmm. I want to get all the toppings they had. I want to get some more of that Coke in the glass bottles, which Mm -hmm. is delicious. But I'm going to give it a 4.6 golden tacos to go with your 4.5 golden tacos. That's a pretty solid score. Yeah. Those are some good tacos. Delicious. Yeah. Once again, we were reviewing San Antonio's Tortilleria at 830 Kansas Avenue in KCK. It's a grocery, a butcher, and some of the most delicious El Pastor tacos you'll ever have. So if you're having a hankering for some delicious tacos, check it out. We'll be right back after this quick break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music, that's lotuspool.com. Now back to the show. So this is the time on Taco the Town where I ask you some in-depth, serious taco questions. I want you to just... Is this where contestants would maybe cry a little bit? I'm trying to get you to cry okay. during this segment. I understand that. I hope that you do. I'm preparing for that. But I know you are a very strong guy. I and try can, to be. But when you start talking about memories and tacos together, it could be, you know, the floodgates could open. Let's hope that we, let's hope that we get a couple tears. Okay. But also share some laughs. Yeah, let's, let's try to do both. Okay. Here we go. Question number one. What do you look for in a taco? It's a great question. I love tacos. And as, as important as it is that the taco be good, I really honestly value who I'm sharing the taco with. So the, the atmosphere and the circumstances in which I enjoy the taco is numero uno. It could be the worst taco in the world, but if you're with the right people at the right time, it's like magic. So that's, that's honestly what I look so for. So you're looking for good times, good friends, yep. and then maybe a taste, the taste of the taco. It's a taco. It's going to be good. But the people that you consume it with, number one. Question two, at the end of the day, what do you prefer most, hard shell or soft shell tacos? It's tough. It's tough. Um, and I'm going to totally squirm out of this one and say both. Um, it depends on the taco mood I'm in. You know, if I'm going to be a purist and go with the soft shell, or I'm going to be a traditionalist, an American traditionalist, and go with the crunchy, just depends on the mood, what I'm, what I'm up for. Hot or mild salsa? Uh, hot, but not going to, you know, not to the stage of, of burning your mouth off. and No ghost pepper. I don't know. It doesn't need to be that hot. Just hot enough to, to make me say, woo. A little, a little woo. I just like a woo. Yeah, yeah. like that hot. Okay. No more than that. Question three, do you have a special taco memory that you shared with your family or growing up? Do you have a taco memory that really sticks in your head? So my grandma, um, 
Grandma Doris, you knew her. Yep. We'd hang out at her house and she's passed away. Um, but she loved some Taco Bell tacos. And there was a Taco Bell in, in Stanley, which is a couple miles from her house. And she would ask me, she'd be like, Stephen, will you swing by and grab one of those party packs? Um, and it's like 10 tacos for $10, what it used to be. I don't know if it's still the same price, but, um, and I'd be like, yeah. And so we would, I would swing by, get some tacos, and we would just sit at our kitchen table and eat tacos together. And I, I, I can't, I wish I could go back and have one of those taco parties with my grandma right now. Um, I'd, I'd give anything for that. So yeah, that's a taco memory that's very emotional. I think one of the best things that Taco Bell ever did was create the taco party pack because that's just, that's, that's all about friends, family. You can't eat a party pack by yourself. You got to have the party. You got to bring the party with you. They supply the food. You supply the party. And then it's like magic after that. Totally. You open up one of those instant party. Five kids in our family. So five people in our family. We all, we still get it. And it's, you get two. And everybody else gets two. Beautiful. And it's like magical. Ten times divided by two is five. Oh. That's math. Okay. And that's our family. It's perfect. Yeah. That, that checks out. Yeah. I think Taco Bell thought of us when they came up with that. Question four. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Um, man, I love food. I like anything. But if, if I'm going to pick my go-to, it'd be like some kind of scramble. Like an egg scramble. So you throw some uh, sausage in there, some cheese, some uh, green pepper and onion. I eat that all day long. Do you like the KFC? What are those called? The uh, It's like a bucket of food. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called. What is that called? I've never tried it. I don't want to. I'm a breakfast guy. So okay. I'm, I'm more of a breakfast scramble if I'm going to mix all my stuff together. Do you like a breakfast taco? Yes. You enjoy me. So I've actually, um, you remember in growing up, I would go to Mexico every summer doing some mission work down there. And then even as an adult, I would go down to Mexico. And so traditionally, even when I was working in Mexico, building homes and stuff, breakfast was eggs, some form of beans and soft shell tortillas, corn tortillas. So you would make a breakfast taco for breakfast every day. So yeah, I'd, I'd take that any day. That sounds delicious. It was amazing. We're talking black beans, pinto beans? Um, like refried beans. So oh, refried beans. very soupy refried okay. beans. So you'd kind of lather some of those in there and drizzle them in there, put some eggs in there, and then just go to town. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Kansas City is an excellent taco town. I've been to foodie towns that people rave about. Houston, and I'm a foodie, and I really could nerd out about food. And they're just nothing compared to Kansas City. I don't think people give Kansas City enough credit for being a foodie town but then the influence of all the different cultures. So if it comes to getting any kind of taco, literally, I think I've had every kind of taco, it's, it's the right place to be because you can get tacos of all persuasions. Whatever the mood feels like, you have it. So yeah, and I'm a homer, so I love Kansas City. It's the best. What are some other good taco towns that you've been to? Um, I've, I've had some good tacos in Albuquerque. And uh, obviously in Mexico, Monterey, Mexico, Croc, Mexico would be another um, kind of the street vendors in Croc, which is a, a suburb of Monterey. Yeah. The tacos that we reviewed today reminded me a lot of some tacos I had in Albuquerque. Um, yeah. Very similar. Traditional Mexican fare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? 
I don't know if there's a time in my life where I've ever turned down food. Um, oh, food in general. In general. Okay. I, I typically, I call myself a freegan. So there's been times where I don't want to eat, but it's free. So I eat it anyway. <laughs> and so, no, there's never been a time I turned down a taco. I might have paid for that experience, but nah, you just send it my way and I'll eat it. I'll make it. I guess yeah. I guess I kind of turned one down today. Oh, yeah. I, I offered but you the third one. that was giving. That was like right. a giving thing. That wasn't a, I don't want it. Thank I was you. Being, I was being a better person than mm-hmm. you. What is the best taco you've ever eaten? If you have eaten. I know earlier you did say, I'm looking for that best taco. I haven't I, had I it still yet. am. I'm waiting for the crown jewel of all tacos. The best taco I've ever eaten is probably the the ones we had tonight, but the first time I had them at, at San Antonio Taqueria. It was, it, was, uh, it was just the right atmosphere with the right dudes, the cold soda in a glass bottle, and I was in heaven. It, it had me, the experience of it all. And then you're eating in like a gas station kind of. So that supermarket, gas grocery, station, yeah. grocery. It's like the drinks are right next to you in an open fridge, and then... The smells in there were yeah, amazing. It's, it's not pretentious in any way. You're just there for food. It reminds me of like Larry's shortstop in Topeka, Topeka where we used to get burgers because it's, it's, you're not there for the atmosphere. You're there for the food and it's good food. And good food comes from gas station or supermarket type places I, in my mind. Yeah. All right. This is, a, this is a big one. What's your favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to eat tacos? I think, I mean, this sounds bad. It sounds like some, something everyone's going to say. But why would it not be for me? And it would be Eye of the Tiger. It, it pumps me up. It's like I could pound the steering wheel while I'm driving. It's a driving song itself. And then you're like, yeah, rising up. Going to eat some tacos. You know, just, just get you pumped up. Makes you want to punch someone and eat a taco at the same time. So that, that'd be it for me. Is there a Huey Lewis in the News song that you would... Listen to on the way to get tacos. I know you're a big Huey I'm Lewis fan. I'm a huge fan. Huey Lewis fan, and I would listen to any Huey Lewis song, but I think sometimes I've probably taken a bite of a taco and I've been like, if this is it, do up. No, no, no. Or maybe while you're looking at your last taco, that you're like, oh man, I'm almost out of tacos. And then you're like, if this ain't, you know, if this is it, yeah. it starts up. Yeah. Yeah. And Happy to Be Stuck with You is another song I sing to tacos. <laughs> Didn't you just catch him in concert recently? I did. I got to see him for my birthday in, down in Wichita. How was it? It was amazing. It's probably your fourth or fifth time seeing I've Huey. I've seen him a lot, and it was a great concert. There was this old lady who was probably in her, her 50s or 60s rocking out in, in front of us, and she was, she was like headbanging to Huey, but she was enjoying herself. It was amazing. Still, still a great show. We once saw him, me and you and your brother, Royal Mike. Stadium. We saw him at Royal Stadium, Kauffman Stadium. We also saw him down at the uh, Liberty Sp- Memorial. Spirit Fest. Yeah, Spirit yeah. Fest. Yeah. Was I'm afraid that every time I see him in concert, I'm like, this is the last time I'm going to see Huey. Yeah. You know? It, we're getting to that point in mm-hmm. life where we're like, it could be the last time I see Huey in concert. So you got it. Which is a little sad. Yeah. I mean, I'll always have him, but right now he's, he's, he's frail. <laughs> I think we modeled our band, The Markers, a lot after Huey Lewis. He was a huge influence. Huge influence. Huey Lewis, um, Paula Abdul. Um, and, Miami Sound Machine? Yeah. And, and um, Gloria Estefan. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Those, those are probably the, the top, biggest. <laughs> top three influences in The Markers. 
So I've got some rapid fire questions. Okay. I'd like to me. run by you. Just give me the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. I'm ready. Taco pizza. Yay or nay? Nay. Taco salad. Yay or nay? Yay. Are you a fan of the song Putting on the Ritz by the band Taco? Um, no. No. Nay. Nay. Mini tacos. Yay or nay? Yay. Tacos for Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. Yay or nay? Um, yay. Yeah, yeah, yay. For sure. It's tacos. Can a taco be a sandwich? Or can a sandwich be a taco? Nay. Don't mix them. Keep them, keep them separate. Keep them on. Let's not yeah. try to categorize things that way. Yeah, I agree. All right, last question. When you're sitting down, having a nice, quiet taco lunch by yourself, kind of in an empty restaurant, looking out the window, what's usually on your mind? Man, I'm always thinking about what I could create, what I could do, what I could say, what I could play to make the world a better place. And, and honestly, if I'm sitting and having a taco by myself, enjoying taco food, then I'm thinking about what can I do? What can I create? What can I make that would, um, A, make me happy, and B, make other people happy and enjoy? Um, that's what I'd be thinking about, besides how stinking awesome the taco was. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. So this is the time on Taco the Town where you get to ask me a taco question. This is called Taco to Me. Yeah. So Steve, would you like to ask me a taco question? I would question? love to. I've been waiting for this moment. Um, so I know you. I know your creativity, the way you think, and even your love for comic books and stuff. So here's my question. It's a two-part question. If you could create a taco superhero, uh, mm -hmm. what would his name be? Okay, and that's the first part. The second part would be, what would his sidekick be and what would his sidekick's name be? And that's maybe more important to me because I really care about that sidekick piece. So yeah, what do you think? I hate to put you on the spot, but... I did create a Captain America of Mexico character in Was one his of name Captain America of Mexico? <laughs> it was actually like... <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, what was his name? It wasn't Captain. How old were you when you created this? I was probably back in middle school, high school. Yeah. Did a couple of issues on him. Okay. But he did not have any taco characteristics to him. He was a human. Let's, uh, let's scrap him for a second. Okay. And, and come up with a whole new one. I'm picturing a human-sized taco. Okay. Arms and legs kind of com coming out of the shell. Arms coming out of the shell to on the side. Legs coming out with maybe some puffy kind of Mickey Mouse type feet. Kind of Converse All-Star kind of looking? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I don't want to influence you at all. And maybe he has a mouth, no nose, two googly eyes. What's his superpower? I think his superpower is he can make mini tacos materialize in the palms of his hands. And he can throw them like Chinese throwing stars. Yeah. And, but these are very lethal mini tacos, okay. very sharp. If he wanted to, could he throw them gently into children's mouths? Or is it just to ward off bad guys? To feed children, he reaches into his stomach and pulls out little chunks of meat or chicken <laughs> and feeds them that way. That's so kind of him. He's like, he's awesome. And what about the sidekick? His sidekick would be the Yoquero Taco Bell Dog. Oh, yeah. It's Yo Quiero. Oh, what was that? 
quiero Taco Bell. I I want Taco Bell. Okay. Yeah. It would be him. Yeah. The main taco superhero, his name would be the Conquistador. Okay. I like, I like that. Would he feed his dog parts of himself too from his stomach? He would let his little dog sidekick eat tomatoes and lettuce and cheese and chunks of beef out of his stomach, but it wouldn't hurt him. He, re- he regrows it. He, he, regenerates, he regenerates it. Man, this guy sounds cool. I think I'm going to... I need to get back on the comic book. Yeah, thanks uh, for sharing that. Tip and me. start to <laughs> start start that comic up. I would read it. Who would his villains be? Who would be after him? Oh, some kind of hamburger guy for sure. Yeah, maybe even the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar's dad, or the yeah, Carl Burglar. Yeah, yeah, because he's trying to get all the taco places to shut down so he can put up more burger places. The industry, the burger industry, yeah. would be his one of his foes. Yeah. But the Hamburglar's dad looks like the Hamburglar, except he's wearing like a white suit. I'm picturing a mustache, maybe yeah. no mask, because he doesn't need to hide. Right. And he has a big cigar. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. Gosh, what a what? jerk. Why does he do that? I hope, I hope the conquistador gets him right between the eyes with one of his he mini will. taco throwing You know he's stars. good for it. Yeah. Well, gosh, I think we really got to the bottom of something. I think we solved like three of the world's problems in that one conversation just then. Wow. Well, thanks again for being here. I want to make sure that we have some time for you to perform your, your special taco song. Yeah, so, and you uh, are going to perform with me. Yes, I'll we perform. Did, we did secure a djembe. I've got a djembe here, and I'm going to play, play along with you. This is one of the songs uh, we wrote Yeah. with the markers. We're kind of like the Lennon and McCartney. Yeah. Of Stanley, Kansas. We've written a lot of hits. A lot of like the Lennon McCartney and Hall and Oates. We're like the Hall and Oates, Lennon McCartney, Millie Vanilli of Stanley, Kansas. Yes, totally. All of those. And this is just one of the many songs that we've written together. This is an enjoyable song. You performed it for kids, mm-hmm. old ladies, um, nursing homes, mm-hmm. um, church groups. I performed it at two funerals once in the same day. Didn't we play this at AMC Town Center on the in the while people were walking we into the movies? Yeah, we yeah. played it. We would have probably played it at Markers. What Mark a hit! Fest, so, well, let's hear it. Let's do this. This is a song we wrote, I think, at my kitchen table, in preparation for a new album off of the album Tropical Paradise. It's called Santiago. Goes a little something like this. the bandito He saw Maria sleeping He took and put her in a bag And then he threw her on his caballito That's a horse And rode away very fast The note said Ay, 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 ay Santiago I stole your lover, kissed her, and now 
now you must get her back His name was Santiago Him muy guapo, desperado He rode his horse up to the casa That's a house He called out Maria was nada He grabbed his pistola y sombrero He grabbed a poncho and a coat And then he finished off a taco And in his fist he clenched the note The note said I stole her and now you must get her back this is the part where I kind of picture him riding across the desert like a desert silhouette and if I was a good guitar player I'd play like a sweet guitar guitar solo there like a He strolled into La Cantina. Sancho was sitting at the bar. And at his side he had Maria. And she was crying very hard. Santiago cried out to Sancho. I've got a bullet with your name. And then he pulled the little trigger. Sancho never was the same, the note said. Ay, 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 Santiago. I took your lover, I'm dead now, and now you have got her back. And Maria cried, my, 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 my Santiago. Sancho had stole me. That was great. It was moving. Thank you. Thanks, man. That was a, a hot. It was high. I haven't sang that high in a while, but I'm glad I did. I, I can do it now. I believe it in myself. The song's just as emotional now as it was when we wrote it. Yeah, it's, it's a tale of triumph, a tale of of um, fear, and then of retribution. Totally. And one of the things I thought of, and, and I was thinking of this, and I'm not joking. Within five minutes of me thinking about it, you wrote me. Um, and asked me to bring my guitar and sing was how important it was for Santiago to have a taco. Like his, his wife is missing. He grabs a gun. He grabs a coat. A hat. But then he stops in all of that to get some sustenance. And he chooses the taco as the form of that nutritional sustenance he needs in his body in order to go avenge, avenge his wife and to rescue her. Mm-hmm. Which is the best way to... If you ever find yourself in that situation, eat a taco. Or finish, Take, finish off a taco. Finish off a taco, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Yeah. One of my favorite lyrics you ever wrote right there. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. I think the whole the song overall is amazing. It's, a, it's, it's good. Po- it's poetry. 
It is poetry. I'm a modern day poet in some ways. I think you you collaborated with that one. Yes. So a little bit. Yeah. Kudos to you. I didn't know what a caballito was. Yeah, that's like a little horse. That okay. would be the the definition for that little horse. Um, a so he's riding it. So our hero is riding a mini horse in this song. Yeah, or that's the pet name he has for oh, it. Okay. I mean, that could be just his pet name for his horse. It might be a grand horse that he calls horsey. Right. Yeah, that would be the definition. Before we close out here, is there anything you'd like to plug? Where can people hear your podcast? Man, if you want to find my podcast, it's on any place you can find a podcast. Just type in Fresh Respect on iTunes podcast. You'll find it. Subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Really, uh, it's just a simple look from two guys' perspective at our culture. Things our culture values and things our culture doesn't value. And the things that we think need some new fresh respect i.e. windmills, like a farm, old school 1800s windmill, a compass, just some crazy fun things like that, samurais, where we want to give some fresh new insight into why you should care. It's a 30-minute podcast. It's fun to listen to, I think, and it comes from our perspective. So, yeah. Cool. Check it out. Thank you very much for being here. Hopefully, we can do this again down the road, eat at at another taco place. We have a lot more material to cover from our past taco dealings. So... Yeah, we only got to about a third of it. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. See you later. Peace. Thanks for joining us today for Taco the Town. Remember, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. Your reviews mean a lot to us. And if you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review, suggest a taco topic, ask us a question, or just give us a taco tip, please check out our Facebook page, Taco the Town KC, and also follow us on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. As always, you can reach out via email by sending us a message to tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineers Matt Allen and executive producer Chris Garibaldi. And until next time, go eat some tacos. Taco the town, taco the town.